very much. I appreciate the work and preparation and then the singing of that good song tonight. Open your Bibles again to Nehemiah chapter 6. Mark them there. We're going to look at a few other verses in addition uh, to the ones uh, that we read. The middle of verse number 3 is our text uh, where he says in verse number 3, And I sent messengers unto them, saying, and I have this line underlined in my Bible, this phrase, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease? Why should the work cease while I leave it and come down to you? I'm going to preach very simply tonight, not a long time, on the subject, stay on the wall. Stay on the wall. Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd bless the preaching of your word tonight. What a joy it is to serve with people who are like-minded. Those who desire to see others come to know you as Savior. Those who seek your will in every part and every phase of their life. And Lord, as we seek to fulfill your will in our life, we do face opposition from the devil. And Lord, there are times that we are tempted to cease in the work or to pause in the work. I pray that tonight you would use this message to encourage us to simply stay at the work you've called us to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I love the book of Nehemiah, the story of Nehemiah, the person of Nehemiah. I love to see their work. I enjoy work. I enjoy accomplishing things for God. I enjoy setting a goal and working to reach that goal, then looking back and saying, what a blessing for the glory of God to have reached that goal. I enjoy looking at the report for the month of October, uh, not only in our bus ministry, but as we focused on the bus ministry in the month of October, to see every week visitors on our buses, every week folks coming to know Christ as Savior. Uh, if you don't set a goal, if you don't set a goal in life, then you just wake up to see what's going to happen. I don't, I don't want to see what the devil has planned for me. I want to show the devil what God has planned in my life, and I want to move forward in that. If you know the story of Nehemiah, it's a time in the history of Israel after the city had been destroyed. In those days, the security of a city was walls. It was a wall that built all the way around the city. If you could imagine uh, the city of Lexington being protected by a wall uh, built on New Circle Road all the way around the city. In those days, uh, they would have a wall with gates uh, uh, where folks would come in and out. There were 12 gates in these uh, walls around the city. All of that had been broken down in Nehemiah leaves Babylon and he returns to his hometown in Jerusalem to lead the people of God that are like-minded in rebuilding the walls around the city. What they found was when you begin to do a work for God, it always stirs up the devil and it always stirs opposition. And so Nehemiah provides the leadership that not only he, but those that are working with him, they are not going to leave the wall for anything. He said, if I leave the wall to come to you for that meeting, he said, the work will cease. I don't want the work 
to cease. Now, you and I are involved, the people of our church, in more than one great work. Anything that's the will of God is great work. Anything that's the will of God, we ought to, hey, we ought to be doing it on purpose. Anything's the will of God, we ought to be giving it our best. Uh, the great work of the local church, the work of soul winning, is a great work. I appreciate both of you that agree with me on that statement. Uh, the work of soul winning is a great work, telling others about Christ. The work of the bus ministry, the work of Sunday school, it is a great work. The work of education, Christian education, uh, is a great work. It is not the responsibility of government. It is beyond my understanding how folks suppose that their children belong to the government for education. They're now saying, frankly and boldly, uh, even in recent days in the state of West Virginia, it is no business of the parents what we teach the children in grade school and high school. That's our business. Now, I got news for you. God didn't give our children to the government. God gave children to the parents. And it is the parents' responsibility that children receive a right and a proper and a Christian education. It concerns me that we would allow our children to be taught that they would spend any time writing a textbook, teaching a textbook, and say, this is a theory. Who cares about theories when truth is available? The Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not. And while the theory of evolution has pushed out the truth of creation, yet another theory, so-called, has come into the ranks of education today. They call it the critical race theory, and it's nothing but a design to divide people, cause hatred between folks. God's a creator of all of mankind, and every person is equal in the sight of God Almighty. Why teach a theory when truth is available? The work of edification is a great work. All of our Sunday school classes, our camp ministry, all of the things that we do that help us grow in the Lord, our teen ministry, the work of edification is a great work. The work of rearing our children, moms, there's no greater job, there's no greater responsibility, there's no greater privilege than to rear children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. My purpose tonight is to say everyone that's involved in a great work, stay on the wall. Stay on the wall. The work of increasing our tools to reach people for Christ is a great work. The new building under construction, I'm anxious to see it up. I'm, I'm excited to see it built, then work to fill it up for the glory of God. I look forward to seeing folks saved and baptized and added to, uh, to the family of God. I'm thankful that right now we've been able to use uh, uh, both properties for the Lord. And I'm glad that our Spanish church and bus ministry and academy are able to uh, use our property there until uh, we get this building built. And I've prayed many times and I continue to pray that God will allow us to keep and to use uh, uh, both properties. I want to reach everybody I can for the cause of Christ. Now I said already, with any great work, Satan 
will do anything to get us off the wall with any great work. Uh, you won't have opposition. You won't have opposition doing wrong or doing your own thing. Hey, but when you do the work of God, a great work of God, you're going to have opposition. Look back at our text, if you will. In verse number one, I have the word circled, heard. And the rest of our enemies heard. You start doing something for God, they don't have to put it on the news. Word spreads pretty fast. That church down there is back at it again. I want you to notice what he says here. Saying, come, let us meet together in some one of the villages in the plain of Ono, but they sought to do me mischief. The world has never desired to help the work of God. It's so, it's so obvious when you see it. I mentioned it this morning. Uh, the governor uh, last year, uh, he thought it was necessary to call our name and to warn people of our church because of, of COVID, and he never, uh, he never warned anybody uh, about the liquor stores that are uh, selling liquor. In fact, he kept those open. It's interesting how that works. It's interesting how subdivisions can be built, but when a church like this is built, uh, uh, the, uh, many of the folks of the neighborhood will come together. Some of the things I've heard at those neighborhood meetings, you mean you're going to put those church buses on this road out here? Folks, I've lived over here 21 years. They've been running school buses over there since I've lived over here 21 years ago. And church buses are no different than those school buses except they run about half the speed because they're about worn out. And uh, they said, and, 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 and they worked to put a restriction on the number of buses we could have. Isn't that an interesting thing? It's interesting how the devil works to stop the work of the church. I want us to look at other verses and what it says here. And here's why I'm saying this. If you think it odd that the devil is trying to work and discourage you in a great work, whether it's the rearing of your children, uh, giving your children a Christian education, whether it's the work of soul winning or the bus ministry, the devil has been the same all the way through. Uh, the names of the players have changed, but the devil works in the same way. Look at verse number 5. Then sent Sanballat his servant unto me in like manner. Notice the fifth time. The devil never quits, does he? We ask somebody if they want to be saved two times. They don't want to be saved. We give up on them. Sanballat five times went after Nehemiah to get him to come uh, to meet with him. And uh, five times with an open letter in his hand wherein was written... It is reported among the heathen. Now you go ahead and mark this down. It's a lie because most of those reports are. I've been in the news enough to be discouraged about the, uh, about the truth given in the media. It's sad. It's a sad thing. That's why we ought to live our lives by the truths of the word of God, not what's reported in the media every day. It's reported among the heathen. Uh, Geshmu saith it, that thou and the Jews think to rebel. Now think about that. These folks are a remnant. These folks have been mocked and laughed at and made fun of. Rebel against who? There's nothing there but destruction. The heathen are running the land. And they said, you think to rebel. It's interesting how they use negative words to, to, uh, to describe good people. 
they think to rebel. The Bible says, For which cause thou buildest the wall, that thou mayest be their king according to these words. We heard it reported. I think they heard it on CNN. Verse number 7. And thou hast also appointed prophets to preach of thee at Jerusalem, saying, There is a king in Judah, and now shall it be reported to uh, the king according to these words, Come now, therefore, and let us take counsel together. Verse number 8. Then I sent unto him, saying, There are no such things done as thou sayest, but thou feignest them out of thine own heart. You made that up. And you know what Nehemiah said he was going to do? I'm staying on the wall. Now I'm going to preach for a few minutes tonight what happens when we leave the great work of God. What happens when we leave the work of God? What happens when we leave the work of soul winning? What happens when we leave the work of preaching the Bible when it comes church time? What happens when we leave the work of, of, of giving our children a proper and Christian education? What happens when we cease uh, from the work of teaching the Bible uh, in our Sunday school classes? First of all, if we come down from the wall, the work will not be accomplished. Sometimes, folks, we are given the thought that we're not accomplishing anything. And folks will say, look how bad the world is. The church is not making any difference. I say tonight, I contend if it weren't for the church, America would already be under and would be owned publicly rather than privately by countries like China. I think that America has been preserved because of God's people. And we have to continue the work. If we cease, the work will stop. Nehemiah's call and commission was to leave his job and Babylon and return to Jerusalem uh, to rebuild the wall. And it was a great work. And he said, I can't come down. I cannot let the work cease. You know what he was saying? Had he been in our day, I have to be in my Sunday school class to teach my boys or girls. I have to be in the choir to sing the praises of God. It's a great work. I have to be on my post in security. I have to be in my place as an usher. I have to be in my place driving a bus. It's a great work. And if I don't show up, the work will not be done. Uh, the psalmist said this in Psalm 84 in verse number 10, For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. We have to stay on the wall. If we leave the wall and the work is abandoned, the good work will cease. It's important today it's important tomorrow, uh, teachers, for you to walk into your class and teach the truth of education. It's important, mothers, for you to pray with your children tomorrow. It is important for you to read the word of God, uh, a word of God uh, to them uh, tomorrow. God's plan and his work are too great for us to abandon them for the devil's foolishness. We need to be on the job and stay on the job. He said, why should I leave the wall and let the work cease? Second of all, he said, if I leave the wall, I'll be leaving what's right to do. What's right to do. 
Uh, folks, I would, uh, I would uh, think tonight that we would understand what we're doing in church is not our plan, it's God's plan. What we're doing tonight is what they did in the church at Antioch. What we're doing tonight is what they did in the church at Jerusalem. What we're doing tonight is exactly what they did in the church at Ephesus and Philippi and all of those uh, through Asia Minor and across then uh, to Macedonia and as it came uh, further west. We're doing uh, what they did in the word of God in the local church. May I say tonight, it's the right way. Here's what, here's what folks say to me. You think you're the only one right. And that is the opposite. They feignest that in their heart. That's not true. I'm not the right way. God is the right way. This Bible is the right way. And just because I'm following the truth and the examples of the Word of God doesn't mean I'm doing what I want to do. It means that I'm doing it God's way and doing it the right way. We hear it all the time. Folks will say, well, I'm looking for a church that I can fit into. I'm looking for a church that preaches the truth and does it God's way. I'm looking for a place that does it the right way. The church is right for America. They said to Billy Sunday, they said, uh, Billy, sometimes you rub the fur on the cat the wrong way. And Billy Sunday said, well, tell the cat to turn around. We got too many churches that have turned around and matching the world rather than the church preaching the truth of the word of God and telling the world to turn around and telling others to turn around and do right according to the word of God. This King James Bible is the right way for America. Soul winning is right for America. The bus ministry is the right way for America. Standards of decency and dress and music is the right way according to the word of God. Nehemiah was headed in the right way. Anything else would have been the wrong way. We can't stop doing a great work. We're doing the right thing. I have God's word on it. I have God's authority there are not many ways to do right. There's one way to do right, and that's God's way. Proverbs 14, 12, the Bible says, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Our nation is in a shameful debt tonight because they've tried 10,000 ways other than the right way. Uh, the day when children went to school and they pledged allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and a teacher opened the Bible. This old book right here was the very first textbook, the first textbook ever used in a school system. And America was headed in the right way when this book was taught in the classroom. Uh, there are folks today, uh, some of these uh, liberal colleges today, they have no idea of how far they've come from their beginning. You take Transylvania University. That used to be Transylvania College, and it was down here in Danville uh, before Kentucky became a state in uh, the 1780s. Uh, the David Rice uh, was uh, uh, one of the first professors uh, uh, that they had, and David Rice uh, used uh, uh, this book right here, the King James Bible, as one of his textbooks. 
I've read some of his lectures, and in his lectures he would say what God said. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. He would say there's a penalty for, uh, there's a penalty for sin, and that is death in hell. And David Rice would say in Transylvania College, uh, before and even after 1792 when Kentucky became a state and Transylvania moved from uh, where Danville is today to Gratz Park in Lexington, he would say, but Jesus is uh, the way of salvation, and by faith you can receive him. Do you know they train preachers to do what I'm doing tonight at Transylvania College? You go down there and you look in the hallways. Uh, look at the pictures of their cheerleaders. Uh, they look like Sunday school teachers. Well, the way Sunday school teachers ought to look anyway. Now, I want to tell you something, folks. Uh, we don't change the way because uh, it's not popular, because it's not culture. We want to stay on the wall and we want to do it the right way because the right way is God's way. Uh, take your Bibles and go to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. And I want you to go to verse number 23. Proverbs chapter 4. And go down to verse number 23. Proverbs 4, 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established, turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. You know what he's saying? Get in the path of right. Establish the path of right. And do right and do right. And we ought to do right until Jesus comes. Nehemiah said, no, I am not meeting with you. I'm doing a great work. And if I leave the work and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I will have abandoned the right way. Micah said it like this. He hath showed thee, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. I want to say number three. If we come off the wall, we abandon our example not only to the saint, but to the sinner. The world knows tonight God's people are supposed to be in church. You, you let a Christian backslide and use God's name in vain, the world will tell them. I didn't think Christians talked that way. They know what's right. It was sad to see the dates of the trigger trade events. I don't know if you paid attention to that, but you know all the large cities like here in central Kentucky that had no regards for Sunday and they went on with their trick-or-treating where some of our deacons are this evening. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And all of the cities, education centers, no regard for Sunday. But you look at all of the counties outside of central Kentucky, outside of Louisville, outside of northern Kentucky, you know what they did? Because Halloween was on Sunday, they changed their activities to most of them on Saturday, a few of them on Friday. 
You say, preacher, you're making that up. No, I'm just telling you what the facts were. And why would they move it to Saturday? Because Sunday is God's day. If I'm not in my place, I have left an example for both the sinner and the saint. I've left it vacant. Nehemiah held a place of great authority. But more important than that, Nehemiah held a place of a great example. Had Nehemiah come down from the wall, the work would have stopped and may have never been completed. All of Jerusalem was watching. All of Jerusalem knew what was going on. Look at Nehemiah chapter 6, verse number 1. Now it came to pass when Sanballat and Tobiah and Geshem, the Arabian and the rest of our enemies heard that I had builded the wall. Everybody knew. The saint and sinner. Those that were allies and those that were enemies, they knew what was going on. Nehemiah said, I can't leave. If I leave, there'll be no example, there'll be no witness of what right is supposed to be doing. My brother Chris sent me a picture of a preacher. He, he, he and a preacher had a picture made together at a funeral today. He said, this man's been the pastor of his church here in the mountains. He said, they run over 400. He said, he'd been the pastor of this church for 65 years. 65 years. I want to be in my place. I want to be an example. Everybody knows where I'm supposed to be on Sunday morning. Everybody knows where you and I are supposed to be on Sunday night. Everybody knows where you and I are supposed to be on Wednesday night. Nehemiah said, I don't want to leave the place of testimony. Nehemiah said, I don't want to leave the place of example. Stay on the wall, Bible preacher. Stay on the wall, Christian educator. Stay on the wall, bus worker. Stay on the wall. John chapter 6. I'll read just some of the verses rather than us turning and reading all of the verses, but the Bible talks about a sermon that the Lord Jesus preached, and it was a hot sermon. Strong. I mean, it was one for them, not for one across the way. But it was for them, and great conviction fell. And a multitude of people just left as Jesus preached. The Bible says from that time, John 6, 66, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him, then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye go away also? I love the answer that Simon Peter gave, and you ought to make note of it. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Nehemiah said, no, I'm not coming down. There's no place to go if I leave here. I'll be leaving my place as a testimony and example. Then I'll give you the last thing, and this is important. Perhaps we don't think about this as much, especially in the book of Nehemiah, understanding it's a rebuilding of the walls for the Jews and to reestablish not only security, but the worship of the Jews. We can't come down from the wall unless we abandon the welfare of the heathen. Now think with me. Jerusalem was known by everyone, Jew and heathen alike. 
And it was known as the place where God was worshipped. Nehemiah loved God and wanted to rebuild the fallen city so that God could be worshipped and the lost could be converted to God. To have come down off the wall would have been equal to forgetting the eternal danger that the sinner is in. And I say to the church tonight, of all the reasons to stay on the wall, somebody has to shine the light of the truth of the gospel. For without the gospel, men will perish in their sin. Anytime God is worshipped and proclaimed in truth and sincerity, the lost will be saved. If we come down from our high calling in Him, we have abandoned the lost. You see, church is not just about our church family, though there are many wonderful and blessed benefits that we enjoy in our fellowship and company with one another. Dear friend, the purpose of the church is to shine a bright light in the darkness of this world and to proclaim a hope where folks think there is no hope, there is no help. The church must stay on the wall of the gospel. Stand with me if you will. Our duty is clear. Our responsibility, our responsibility is obvious. Anything other than doing the will of God is a waste of life. Is a waste of life, derelict of duty, and having no care or compassion for the unsaved. I say tonight, church, Let's stay on the wall. He asked the question, why should the work cease while I leave it and come down to you? Four, yea, five times. He said, no, absolutely not. I'm not coming. I'm staying on the wall. 